This is Tech Talk with your host, Tom Dioria. Tom will spend the next hour making your life with technology a little easier with explanations of the different aspects of today's technology and how it can benefit your home, small office, or enterprise. Now here's your host, Tom Dioria. Welcome to IMI's Tech Talk on this, the fourth Sunday of January. It's January 22nd, 2017. We're on at 5 p.m. in the New York listing area and 3 p.m. in Arizona. And we're live from our New York offices, and uh, we're going to have a, our second show on CES 2017. We did a bunch of interviews at Showstoppers, which is something that uh, rides along with CES, and it's basically new people, new companies, new uh, items bre- breaking into the market. So uh, we'll have a bunch of interviews. You're going to get, as usual, background noise. But I think you're going to be interested in some of these new products that uh, are either out or will be coming out really soon. I'm Tom DiOri. I'm the CEO of Information Methods Incorporated, and together with our weekly guests, our show will help our listeners, whether a business or home technology user, make better use of all aspects of technology. Just in case you're a first-time listener, in our first segment, Tech Talk provides you with a review of last week's most significant events in technology. We start with their increased coverage of New York's technology scene, and we follow this with their industry-wide report which could contain information on conferences, announcements by vendors, new releases of software or equipment, or new contract opportunities. One of our guests followed us in many aspects of business and industry, and if you wish us to consider a topic for a future show, you can email your suggestions to techtalk, that's T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at imi-us.com, and we'll get back to you pretty quickly. Anytime after our show introduction, please give us a call or send us an email message with questions on today's topic or anything else we might be able to help you with. You can call 277-KFNX, that's 277-5369. And if you're outside the 602 listening area, call us toll-free at 1-866-536-1100. We're also being uh, simulcast on the web so if you can't get to your radio but you want to listen to us live, you can go to KFNX's website. KFNX's website is 1100kfnx.com. And if you want to listen to this show again or any of our previous shows, you can go to our website, which is techtalk at imi-us.com. In the upper right-hand corner is the Tech Talk button on the imi-us.com website. Click on that. All the shows are there. You can download them, send them to your friends, listen to them as many times as you want. It's free. So please take advantage of that. And please call any time during the show. We'll try and get you on as quickly as possible. First segment of our Week in Review, which increased coverage of technology events in New York City and around the world. It's compiled by Dave Brandon, Jose Batista, and Dan Dioria. Okay, we've got a, a bunch of things to cover you, cover with you today. Uh, we want to congratulate our 45th president and also those that are uh, peacefully protesting, like uh, we were covering uh, the protesters that were in Manhattan on Fifth Day Avenue uh, yesterday. It became of, uh, really a tie to signs, symbolic pink hat, um, and um, this is America. It's good for people to do that, I guess. Um, personally, and uh, this is my personal opinion, I think everybody should give uh, President Trump a chance, see if, in fact, uh, he comes across and all the things he promised, and I doubt it's going to be as uh, Armageddon as uh, the protesters think it is, but I think only time will tell. So let's give the guy a chance. 
Um, and we were there, and it was pretty peaceful in New York, unlike the protests during the inauguration. Uh, we were talking to uh, a bunch of the protesters, and uh, it was interesting. We were asking some of them uh, if they voted, uh, which would have could have made a difference. Uh, not in New York, because New York is a really blue state, but uh, it was tough to get answers out of people. Uh, I think that uh, you're probably going to see more of this, and we'll cover it. And one of the other things that we're going to cover and bring you a future show on is uh, there was a lot of technology in use during the um, by many different law enforcement agents in a, in a center that we had visited a while back in Virginia, and uh, I think we're going to we've got the producers trying to round up a, a show on on what type of technology, not give away any top secrets or things like that, but just talk about the type of technology that's used to protect uh, the president and dignitaries. So we'll try and do that in the next month or so. Okay, AP tells us that the families of victims of terror attacks in Paris, Brussels, and Israel are blaming social media companies, including Facebook and Twitter, for facilitating communications among terrorists. Twitter says it has suspended hundreds of thousands of user accounts in the past 18 months for threatening or promoting acts of terrorism. But that isn't enough, say lawyers, for the families of terror victims, including a brother and sister killed in last year's bomb attacks in Brussels and an American college student slaughtered in Paris. In a string of lawsuits filed in New York, they say that they want Twitter and Facebook to pay damages for foiling to stop violent extremists from using their platforms to recruit followers, intimidate enemies, and raise money. Another lawsuit filed last year on behalf of five people killed or injured in terror attacks linked to Hamas blames Facebook, Inc., saying it provides material support to Hamas. Similar lawsuits across the country have been rejected by the courts on grounds that the companies are protected by the Communications Decency Act, which bars social networking companies from being sued for speech used by their customers. So we'll see if that goes anywhere. I don't give that much hope, personally. Biz Journals tells us that uh, staying fit is a top priority for even the busiest professionals when you're on the road. However, getting to a gym can be tough, especially if that studio boutique you frequent is unique to New York City. A new startup has a solution. Forte, F-O-R-T-E, which launched this week, was founded by entrepreneur Lauren Foundos. The company rips their page out of Netflix Playbook, allowing users to stream live and on-demand video, but with fitness classes. This way you can watch your trainer and instructor even if you can't make it to your class. Netflix isn't the only company Forte is uh, looking to mimic. Uh, New York-based uh, Peloton, the high-tech cycling company that sells stationary bike streams, its boutique cycling classes to off-site riders. The concept is based on eventually going beyond biking as the company is act actively evaluating what products to build next and expanding to Mexico, Canada, Asia, and Europe. Forte also shares a kinship with ClassPass, another New York company. ClassPass, known for its gym membership for the whole city concept, lets users visit fitness studios without a membership. This helped the New York startup gain traction among investors. Personally, when I'm on the road, um, most of the hotels I stay at are not boutique and have decent gyms, not great gyms, but decent gyms. Uh, and uh, I am sure that if you ask the concierge or the desk for the nearest gym, you can get a one-day pass. So um, it's 
we'll see. We wish these people luck, but there are ways to keep fit and not use traveling. The Daily News tells us that Jennifer Knapp Wilkinson, just one of many humiliated people who appeared in a viral meme featured on the website People of Walmart, is speaking out against cyberbullies almost five years after she was captured in a photo during a vulnerable state. The 39-year-old mother of mother of two was ridiculed on the Internet after an onlooker photographed her falling off her mounted vehicle while shopping at a grocery store. Wilkinson is now sharing a story in the hopes to help people realize the importance of looking beyond the surface. Wilkinson said that at the time the photo was brought to her attention when her sister came across it on the Internet and asked if it was her. Like anyone, Wilkinson couldn't help but read the comments people were saying about her online. Well, that's terrible. I hope uh, that uh, she can get over that. Okay. And as you probably know, the Post tells us that Donald Trump, President, 45th, plans to keep using his personal Twitter account after he was sworn in as president, noting that he can go bing, bing, bing and make national news using social media accounts. Trump admitted that he expected he'd be utilizing social media less frequently once he takes the reins of the nation, but said flatly, of the way he's doing it is now working and obviously worked during the campaign. Trump has 20 million followers on Twitter alone. By contrast, the president at POTUS account has 13.5 million. Trump, however, still trails President Obama, whose personal Twitter account uh, boasts 80.6 million followers. Pretty impressive. Uh, that account is run by Organizing for Action, the successor of Obama's 2008-2012 presidential campaigns. Uh, Obama is expected to account after he leaves office. Over the course of the Trump presidential campaign and, and transaction process, Twitter account has been the source of lots of news, often in response to current events and even TV shows. But Trump also uses his account far less controversial tweets as when he commemorated Martin Luther King Day on Monday celebrating Martin Luther King Day and all of the many wonderful things that he stood for, honor him for being the great man that he was. Uh, I think he's going to keep doing it until the press starts to give real news and not make up news. Okay, we're going to uh, take a break. We're going to get to our showstoppers uh, interviews on the, at CES 2017 in Las Vegas. I apologize in advance for the background noise that you're going to hear because we are on the floor. Uh, please stay tuned. It's Tom DiOrio on IMI's Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. We'll be right back after these messages. Back to IMI's Tech Talk on KFX AM 1100. I'm Tom DiOrio on the floor of Showstoppers 2017, which runs adjacent to CES 2017 in Las Vegas. And we're going to get to speak to some of the exhibitors right now. Please excuse the background noise. We are on a show floor, but I think you're going to enjoy these uh, special exhibits. At the uh, Home Advisor booth, and Scott's going to tell us all about Home Advisor and some of these things I see on their table. Yeah, so uh, Home Advisor, we're the leading marketplace connecting homeowners and contractors for all sorts of uh, home improvement or upgrade projects. So basically, you need a contractor, you come to our website or connect with us through one of our uh, number of ways, through partnerships that we have and whatnot. 
and you can find a contractor to suit your needs. So, and why, yeah. why are you here at Showstoppers? So we're announcing a partnership with uh, Honeywell with their Total Connect Comfort app. So basically, the way that uh, what it's essentially doing is adding a service layer to their app. So as a user, you'll get a notification that says, oh, there's something wrong with your furnace. Now, you, uh, with the integration with the Home Advisor Instant Connect platform, um, the user will be able to connect with an HVAC Pro within one minute. So instead of just saying, hey, your furnace is out, good luck, you now have the opportunity to speak with someone who can actually do something about it. So what differentiates Home Advisor from Angie's List? Um, a number of things. I mean, we're uh, much bigger. We have 140,000 pros. We do pre-screening on all of the pros. We look at background info um, in terms of uh, the... Um, we do criminal background checks. Um, we look at state licensing for any sort of projects that they do. Um, and, you know, until recently, Angie was a, there was a fee for consumers. Um, our services are all free for consumers. And you've been more quiet in advertising. She's been out there advertising. You see her ads all the time. Now, only in the last year or two, have we seen Home Advisor. Is that something you've kicked up lately? Yes, absolutely. We started TV advertising, I'm going to say, four years ago. And basically, every year, we've been uh, increasing the spend considerably. Um, we have, uh, we're sort of the, we're owned by IAC, and we're their featured brand at this point. And, um, you know, it's been something that we've had a tremendous amount of support from them. It's just been growing year after year after year. Um, so. So what's your website? HomeAdvisor.com. Okay. Thanks yeah. a lot. Thank you. Twist. We're at the QuickPod booth with Wayne, who's going to tell us what QuickPod is. All right. Well, QuickPod, we actually were at Showstopper 10 years ago. I invented the selfie stick, and we launched it at Showstopper. This new product is called the QuickPod Twist, which is from the same company. And basically, you're able to convert any surface in the world to a, an instant tripod, an instant photo booth. So you've got your phone. It has a flexible strap that goes around any phone, whatever size, with or without a case. And it has a proprietary sticky gel. And basically, you can just stick your phone anywhere, put your phone into camera mode or video mode. It comes with a remote control, and you're able to stand back with your arms down, not holding anything, and you get a great shot with your friends and your family. also has adapters that attaches to bikes and strollers. Any smooth, clean surface it will stick to. And to remove it, you simply twist it. That's why we call it the twist. It's a new twist in photography, and it also twists off and on. And it doesn't do anything bad to the surface you put it on? Not as long as you follow the instructions and you twist it to return to it. And how long does the it's stuff forever reusable? Really? Yes. Yes. It's a long time forever. That's right. Forever <laughs> guaranteed. And to refresh it, you can just use uh, any alcohol-based sanitizer. You just have it on, clean it, and you place weighs less than one ounce, 0.9 ounce. Stick in your pocket, you've got a portable tripod. It also converts, it has an adapter that converts it to a tabletop tripod as well. What's the price point? Uh, $19.95. And where can I get it? Uh, you'll be able to get it anywhere, quickpod.com. It's Q-U-I-K-P-O-D.com. And it's available now? Uh, Pre-ordering will be shipping in one month. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm talking to Pete Mueller, who's going to tell me what Universal Stylus Initiative, USI, is all about. Okay. 
So USI is basically, a, as the name states, an initiative, but it's an industry consortium. Currently we have around 35 members, and the goal of the consortium is really to develop a new standard because the current situation is if you buy a stylus, it only works with that device. So if you buy an Apple device, obviously it's an Apple pen. If you buy a Samsung device, typically the stylus will only work with that Samsung device, phone, tablet, whatever. Uh, it's very frustrating for the users, so I know people that like styluses actually will have four different styluses for the four different devices. So, so the idea is that we, we basically define the underlying protocol to be a standard. So no matter who you buy a pen from, if it's you know, Hanbon or you know, Walltop or Wacom or uh, whoever, um, that stylus will work across all your devices. How close are you to having so, everybody adopt a standard? That's the, the million-dollar question. So the standards there, um, you can see from the list that we've actually got, you know, most of the big guys in the industry as members. So the only remaining thing is products, and we're expecting to see products probably early 2018. So the standard was just released, and everybody's on That'll board. That would be great. So if you get a stylus with every device that you get and you lose one, you can then take That's the correct. other one and use that. And the beauty of it is, you, you know, it'll drive the cost down, so you get a $6 stylus. Uh, if you don't care too much about performance, Mont Blanc's a member, you'll get $800 stylus from them. <laughs> Um, but we didn't just define a standard. We also added a bunch of new features and capability that people will really like, like the ability to use multiple styluses uh, simultaneously, which doesn't exist today. So if you had a big screen and you were collaborating with someone, you each could have your own stylus. You can predefine the, the color, the weight, the strokes. So a lot of new features we added that, that these companies said were important. So our listeners want to find out more about this, what's your website? Uh, www.universalstylus.org. So very easy. Thank you. Thank you. So we're at the Sig uh, Fox booth, and uh, Alan is going to explain to us what Sig Fox is all about. Sure. Thanks for stopping by. So we are the world's largest dedicated IoT network operator. So really? we allow the billions of little tiny devices that just whisper around and shout data to collect at a, connect to the network at a very low cost and connect for very long periods of time. Okay. So... Tell us where you are. If you're the largest, are you all over the world? Are you international? We're actually announced right now in almost 30 countries. We currently cover about 450 million people across those countries. We just got going in the U.S. over the past year, but we already cover 20% of the U.S. population. Really? We already have uh, over 11 million devices connected or uh, sold on our network. So how does it work exactly? I mean, what do you, how do I get connected? So it's our own technology, just like if you want to connect your cell phone, you go to a store and buy a cell phone. Well, with us, we have devices through our partners that connect everything from agricultural sensors to tracking devices to smoke detectors. And so you either bake it in the thing you have, or you get a separate thing to do what you want to do. But it's not much different, except we're focused on the very low data, low cost part of the market. Perfect. And if our listeners want to follow up, what's the best way for them to do that? Real easy. Just, just go online to sigfox.com. You can see it all there. Great. Thank you very much. Right. Okay. We're at the Hobby Co. booth talking to Nicole about something that looks like a drone. What is it? Yes. Yeah, so it's a pocket drone that takes instant selfies, and you can share them on social media instantly. Um, it starts at 6 uh, feet and you can move it up or down and it will take um, shutter pictures and you could download it instantly on social media. And how do I control it? Uh, there's an app that you use on your phone. Okay. And, and you can see the pictures from the app so that you know you're taking the perfect picture. And it's about the size of a large uh, uh, it's, it's, it's in your cell pocket. phone? It's about the size of an iPhone 7. 
Okay, and the uh, propellers they fold, fold in, so yes. it's uh, convenient just to carry around. Exactly, and they won't damage. And it doesn't weigh, or it weighs nothing. Exactly. And where's the camera? It's right in the front here. And you can adjust it up and down, and there's also a flash, so if you're in a dark place, your pictures will turn out great. And what's the price point? It's $1.99. And where can I get it? You can get it on Hobbyco's website. And how do you spell that? H-O-B-B-I-C-O. Okay, and it comes in many colors. Yes, red, purple, <laughs> black, and a teal. Great. Thank you. Seafoam green. Thank you very much. Okay, we're on the floor of Showstoppers 2017 Las Vegas. We're going to take a break. This is the half-hour break, so it's a little longer than the others. But uh, please stay tuned. I'm Tom DiOrio, and I'm my Talk on KFNX AM 100. And we're going to be right back with these messages. Welcome back to IMI Step Talk on KFX AM1100. I'm Tom DiOria, and we're live from the floor of Showstoppers, which is adjacent to CES 2017 Las Vegas. And we're going to continue with our interviews from the show floor, so there is background uh, noise, but uh, I think the uh, production department here will help correct most of that, so enjoy the interviews. So we're at the Escort and Cobra booth, and we're talking to Justin, and we were just discussing how the last time I had an Escort and a Cobra was my radar detector in my car, but now they have a whole bunch of other stuff, so why don't you tell us about it? Sure. So what we have here at the Showstopper Show, at the CES Show, is we have our top new products for 2017. So on our Escort lineup, we have our Escort Max CI. What the CI stands for is Custom Install. So it is a radar detector that is totally hidden doesn't sit on your windshield of your car and, you know, has various different opportunities as far as lane detection and radar front, radar rear, you know, and can be fully seen online on our website at escort.com. What we have with our, our Cobra line of products is our new Drive HT the wireless backup camera. It has a built-in four-year-life battery pack in it. And what it does is when you fire up your power on button on the backup camera by a wrist remote that's, you know, wireless as well, it actually will turn on your iPhone, fire up our Drive HD app so you can see what's behind you in a vehicle. It is a very simple five-minute install. It's a matter of attaching the license plate bracket to the car and hooking your smartphone up to the dash just by sitting it there. So That's fantastic. So that, I assume, has multiple applications, old cars that don't have backup cameras, as well as somebody that wants to record what's behind them. Yeah, it's very good for safety for kids and, and, and backing up. The major install features of it are no wiring needed, so any DYI, a lady, a man, it doesn't matter. You need a Phillips screwdriver, put it on, drive away, away you go. So That's great. What else do you have here? I see a radio and a camera. So so what has happened between Escort and Cobra over the last couple of years is they've, they've combined the two companies with a third company, which is called Wasp Cam, which is their action sports camera company, and they've actually created a parent company called Cedar Electronics. So now we have a full line of products of radar detection, Cobra power banks, 
power supplies and our backup camera, dash cameras. Plus now we have a complete line of 70 plus items in our action camera market, which is for your sports enthusiasts, your family, your vacationers. Our action sports camera lineup starts at $69.99 retail and goes all the way up to a professional photographer at $329.99 in a 4K video mode. Are there multiple websites or one website for everything? So everything does link to the Cobra.com website, but with our branding, we run at Escort.com. Cobra.com and WaspCam.com, so can be found separately. Great, there. Justin. Thanks a lot. All right, thank you very much. So we're at the Redwood Ventures booth, speaking to Jason about his 3D print shop. Yeah. So uh, what our 3D print shop is for those that uh, aren't familiar with, I do 3D, which is a line of 3D drawing pins that we uh, created for kids specifically. We took it to the next level by adding this machine to our line, which allows kids to uh, basically injection mold anything that they would that they want. So we created these objects. The kit. So this machine will be sold as uh, like with a couple of different precast molds that will come with it. They'll also come with. What we, uh, this uh, cloning compound called Formula 4D, okay. which when you heat up, uh, put it in warm water, becomes pliable, and then it cools down. And what you can do is you can put it over any object. Oh, cool! And it, and it makes an impression. It's a, so it, it makes like a mold, basically. Exa- exactly. And so, like these are some other some other ones that we had done. You, we go back and fill them in with color. And the machine's pretty small, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's battery operated, doesn't require any software because you're basically making impressions. Um, and it allows kids to create the things that they like. How old do I have to be as a kid? Eight years old. Really? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And what's the price point? Is it available yet? It's not available yet. Um, it'll be shipping uh, in May, uh, and it's going to be about $60. That's very inexpensive. Yeah, yeah. What's the uh, website so we can follow up? Uh, you can go to, well, IDO3D.com. Okay. Right? No, is it? Yeah. And huh. IDO3D Art. Yeah. All right. Yeah, check it out because uh, we will we'll have this on there as well. That's great. Yeah. So eight to ninety-eight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I use it. I I make all sorts of things with it, you know. And uh, even the the compound itself is just really great. Well, thanks very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Have a good show. Good. We're at the Ubico booth speaking Ubico. to <laughs> We're laughing because this badge was backwards. Tell us uh, what uh, the YubiKey is all about. So what the YubiKey is is a two-factor hardware authentication device. So as opposed to an SMS where you go to log into, right. say you do your username and password, you send you a code, you type that in, or in a Google Authenticator where you have to wait and then type in a code. To authenticate with the YubiKey, all that you have to do is press the device, and that will log you in. Uh, it supports multiple protocols. So it supports Universal Second Factor, which is a new protocol that was written by uh, Yubico, Google, and NXP. It's put within the Chrome browser. And you can set up the YubiKey to be your two-factor identification to get into your Google account. Uh, that's with U2F. There's others. There's about 12 other services that have added U2F as well. It also supports OTP, so you can use it for one-time password. 
Uh, you can use that to log into a bunch of IAM services or password managers, anything along those lines. Basically, you're able to set this key up with many different services, many different websites, and use the same key to authenticate yourself in with just the press of the button. That's pretty good. What's the price point? Uh, they range from 40 to $50, and we actually, at this show, are showing a USB-C key uh, that can be used with new MacBook Pros as well. Uh, that will be available uh, February 13th, and that is $50. Terrific. And what's your website if our listeners want to follow up? It is www.ubico.com. Y-U-B-I-C-O. And where can we get them? Uh, online through online our store through. or through Amazon.com. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Sure. We're at the DYI's booth speaking to Kelly, who's going to tell us what DYI's is. is. Yeah, DIY's is short for do-it-yourself, do-it-wise. We're a mobile application that was built to help homeowners do-it-yourself and do-it-wise in their home. Any projects ranging anywhere from beginner to moderate to expert level projects. We currently have, we launched in July, we're in the Apple App Store and Google Play. We have eight project categories that we cover anywhere from electrical to plumbing to lawn and garden, exterior, anything you can imagine. How-to projects mostly. Um, we have a little over 100 projects in app right now. We're looking to expand about 400 in the next couple of years. But we're also getting into more like inspirational Pinterest-y type content. But within each category, you get a full listing of a wide variety, say you're an electrical, of electrical projects. You open a project up, and within that project, you have a full-length video that tells you the difficulty level, time, and cost estimations. Step-by-step instructions, which are fully detailed with video to support each step and written instructions as well. Um, and then you also have the ability to shop. Now, we're partnered with uh, e-commerce vendor Amazon, which everyone knows right now. You can shop all the tools and materials by project that's curated by project so you know what you're getting yourself into. So you can easily add things to your cart and check out with Amazon. And the really cool, unique feature about DIYs is our Pro Advisor feature. We have professional contractors that we've hired to help homeowners get through their projects if they get stuck along the way. So it's almost like you're um, FaceTiming with them. So you call them up, you FaceTime, you show them what you're dealing with, and they help guide you through to project completion. Sounds expensive. It's not. It's actually free in the App Store. It's free for the Pro Advisor right now. We have not started charging for it. Um, so it's a really, really great time to download DIYs and get started because no matter if the project's in the app or not, you can call one of our pros and they can help you out. Pretty impressive. So, um, yeah, so the only thing that you really have to spend money on is the tools at this point, which, um, you know, is pretty natural. You have to just check out with the tools. But the Pro Advisor feature, we will eventually start charging for that. It will be $10 for the first 10 minutes and then a dollar a minute thereafter. So it's very inexpensive when you consider the cost of actually hiring a pro to come out to your house. That's great. And what's the website? DIYs.com, D-I-Y-Z.com. And then we're also in the Apple App Store and in Google Play. That's terrific. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Okay, we're going to take a break from the floor of Showstoppers 2017 in Las Vegas. I'm Tom DeRoy. This is Tech Talk. And we're on KFX AM. Welcome back to I'm Nice Tech Talk on KFNX AM 1100. We're on the floor of Showstoppers 2017 in Las Vegas, which is concurrent with uh, CES 2017. And we're going to get 
back to our interviews on the show floor. Please excuse the background noise, but you're on the show floor. But I think you're going to enjoy this next uh, interview. It's pretty interesting. So we're at the uh, Plato Touch booth, speaking to Jason, who's going to tell us what this is all about. So this is Plato Touch, right? And Plato, I don't know if you know this, turned 60 years old this year, right? Okay, I won't tell you how old I am, but I remember when Plato came out, so okay. Yeah, so Plato turned 60, and it's always been empowering creatives of all ages to be able to shape whatever they can imagine, right? And we know at Hasbro that kids are playing both digitally and physically now, right? And so now that Plato's 60, we're not abandoning any of that past. We're embracing it and enhancing it. So this character I just created from scratch, right? I just created it out of Plato like I normally would. I, but now... It's a three-legged something. It's a three-legged something. Let's call him... Um, what do you want to call him? Vinny. We'll call him Vinny. Vinny. Call him Vinny. That's... So we go into this world and... So Vinny's sitting on what right now? You created him out of Play-Doh, like you would do normally with the old Play-Doh, but he's sitting on something. He's sitting on the Shape to Life studio platform. It's a white surface. And you could play, you could download this app for free, and you could make a Play-Doh creation. Um, Android, yeah, Google Play or iOS, uh, Apple App Store. And right now... With this app, we see that we're going into the Play-Doh Touch world, and we see these sparks of imagination that are drawn to this Play-Doh can. And when we click on it, we can go inside of this can. It's meant to be extremely intuitive. So all we do now is hover right over our character here. Let's, uh, I just need to get in a little bit closer to it. Okay, he just captured Vinny by placing his uh, iPad on top of the Play-Doh plate, and And now... He's in the world, and he's got his own voice, and I can move him around, and he's animated, and he's got his own personality. Now I can explore with him, and this world is like a Play-Doh playground, and you're going to bring shape and color to it. And each child's world is going to be different. And it's not just about making new characters. I find these cans in the environment as well, and I can also bring shape and color to the world, not just bring these characters to life. It's kind of like making friends. You're literally making these friends out of Play-Doh. So let's just grab... Actually, what's great about Play-Doh, I'll show you this. I'll just take his legs off of him, and I'll turn it into a flower. Right? Now Vinny is a flower without Vinny. You see here... Now, how did it know you wanted to do that? With the can, all the cans that I encounter in this world that are in the background, anything I put into those cans in the background will stay in the background. If I want to make a new character, I can press this can right here. Gotcha. And I can continue to make more friends. You see, I just grabbed another can. So now I have the ability to have two friends in there. And that's going to go up here. And the world pays you back for the more that you make. So, for example, here, I'm going to find this other can. We'll we'll put something else in this world. You have to see this. You have to go online and take a look at it. We'll bring this mushroom in here. Let's save Vinny's. How old do I have to be to play with this? Well, it's age created from um, three and up. So that means I can play with it. You can absolutely play with it. And I've seen children that haven't played with Play-Doh for some time be really enamored by this, wanting to go back and open their cans of Play-Doh back up. 
So I got a little ball curl here that I can play with. My world is filled now with these little uh, mushrooms that I've just made. And I can go around this whole world, and the world is intentionally made like a cylinder so that I can always see where I've been, and it's empowering me because I can see the impact that I've had on this world. If we were to go around, let me actually go back here. You can see a world that I created earlier. There are three different slots, so your brother and your sister can have a world as well. What's the price point? This is $39.99 in Apple stores right now. It's exclusive. Oh, it's available it's in Apple stores? It's available on Apple stores right now, um, and it will soon be in retailers um, beyond that. Terrific. And here's the world that I created earlier, and you can see some of the other pieces that are on the table in that world. This is great. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you That's so fantastic. Much. So we're at the Flock booth, and we're going to talk to Alistair, who's going to tell us what the Fast Key Messenger is all about. Yeah, it's a team communication app, something that you use within your company or within the team as well, you know, if you're running some kind of side project, to collaborate with the team members. So, you know, there's instant messaging. That's one of the core features of the product. Then there's also a whole lot of collaboration tools. You can share files. You can work on those files together. You can uh, assign to-dos to each other. So a whole lot of project management abilities as well within the app. Now, the app also connects to other product management apps or project management apps, such as Jira, such as Google Drive, such as Asana, so on and so forth, even Trello. So you can have integrations with these other apps into our app. So our app can be at the heart of everything that you do at work as such. Oh, that's pretty good. So what platforms is it on? Oh, it's on, it's on the Mac store. You know, if, if you're on your desktop Mac, it's on the Windows store as well. So if you're on the PC, on the Apple store as well as on the Play store. What's the price point? Uh, so it's completely free to use. Uh, all the functionality and features are free, except if you want your data and message history, you know, when you're chatting, stored beyond 30 days, then you pay $3 per user per month. Pretty inexpensive. Yeah, it is. That's is it hard to, to use? Oh, not at all. And, and we pride ourselves, you know, versus the competitors in the really simplified user interface. Like, you know, we have uh, the geeks, so to speak, or the developers utilize our app. But, you know, versus the competitors, even the HR teams or the commercial teams within organizations use our app versus our competitors because they find it so simple to use. And uh, it's probably simple, but what's your website? What's our website? Flock.co. <laughs> F-L-O-C-K. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Alistair. Oh, you're welcome. We used to with Bose and other Sonos and other speakers. This one is Wi-Fi everywhere in the home. So how do you accomplish that? So we sell a three-pack. Okay. That's three Lumas that you can install in your home. All three can be at three different points in your home, and they together form a mesh network. Uh, providing a sphere of coverage around each Luma, potentially right, covering your entire home. So I can have one in the basement, one on the first floor, one on the second floor? Absolutely. How about outside coverage? Does it expand beyond the perimeter of the house? Um, based on how Wi-Fi works, you can go up to 60 feet from where the Luma is. So if I have a Luma right by the back of the house, you can go out 60 to the patio. Absolutely, sir. And what's the price point? Uh, we sell uh, three packs for $3.99 retail. And it connects to whatever wireless router I have in the house. It is a router, so it replaces your router. So okay. you can connect the output of a modem to the first Luma. 
that takes the core internet from the internet side, from the WAN side. Okay. And then the two other nodes extend that uh, Wi-Fi signal throughout the home. Okay, and then I just, do I have to put them on a wall or just on a piece of furniture or where, how do I install them? Yep. It is designed so you can keep it outside versus uh, traditional routers that you have to hide in the basement. But you can technically keep it, you know, anywhere. It's a standing kind of a router. So you can stand it anywhere you want. And has it powered? There is a power, AC power, to each of these lumas. Okay, so there's a brick that uh, is a, plugs into the yes, wall. Absolutely. So it needs to be near an outlet. Okay, yes. great. Okay, terrific. And what's your website? Uh, lumahome.com. Perfect. Thank you very much. Okay, we're at the Canary Boot speaking to James, who's going to tell us about the all-in-one security system you control from your phone. Hi, so we have two products in the market currently. Our first product is called Canary, and it's an all-in-one home security system. And to us, that means it does more than just record video. So this device has air quality, temperature and humidity sensors, and we'll send you an alert if any of those things seem out of order at home. It also has a 90-decibel siren, so if you see something out of place at home, you see someone in your house that shouldn't be there, you can sound the siren on them. In the app, we connect directly to your local police department, so you can press call the police in the app, and we'll call the police station closest to your home. Sorry we had to cut that interview short, but we ran out of time on the show floor of Showstoppers 2017 in Las Vegas. I hope uh, you enjoyed those interviews. I'm Tom DiOria, and I want to thank Terry Ruggiero, I am Vice President Dan DiOria, Jose Batista, and David Brandon for our week in review. Uh, Taylor Redden's our producer, Tessa Henshaw is our associate producer, and Matt Kempagny is our executive producer. And a lot the help of Robert Baumbach from the KFMX AM1100 production department, not a word you have said. Uh, please send your questions or follow-up to techtalk at imi-us.com. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening. Thank <laughs> you.